What's up, geeks and everyone else? Welcome to Geek Mythology, a podcast brought to you by my good friend Sal. And Sete, also known as Sugian Beauty. Welcome to episode 15 of the podcast, and we've got lots to talk about today. Um, and yeah, this episode's going to be all about fandoms and stuff, because I was thinking about what we could talk about, and my mind so- sort of drifted off towards how I wanted to buy lots of stuff and start a collection, and yeah. and this episode's going to be all about, like, all about merch and buying buying and things. It's just fandoms in general, yeah. I suppose, like, how the sort of, like, maybe differences there would be between fans, but, like, saying how that's still not a bad thing, and we were, yeah, yeah, but, yeah like... we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. And um, also, it, I, I don't know if it's a, a thing already, but I feel like I've invented something, <laughs> and it's the, the spectrum of fandoms, or the fandom spectrum, which I just quickly made up, like, when I was thinking of ideas to, to talk about. And yeah, I could talk about this fandom spectrum idea, which I made up later on. I mean, I think I could give a quick example of, of it, really. Like, mm-hmm. uh, with Star Wars, there's going to be people who've only seen the films. Right? Yeah. Then there's going to be people who've seen the cartoons as well. Yeah. Right? But then with the release of The Mandalorian, it's sort of bridging that gap because people are watching The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Oh, look, yeah. that's action. Then they see characters like Ahsoka and they're like Bo-Katan and they're like, wait, what? who are these people? Yeah. Then they find out, maybe they get into cartoons because something like yeah. The Mandalorian. And then you get the people who would also read the books and especially the comics. And some people have have seen like absolutely everything. Um, and then And then there are people who might have money and they just start buying a bunch of yeah. stuff. You know. I, I mean, I was just going to say, in terms of Star Wars, I've recently got into a caliber of seeing, seeing all the visual media, finally, as yeah, well. Apart so from... Wait, cool. have you seen all the, the uh, st- uh, um, standalone movies? Oh, okay. Minus <laughs> the stories, right? Yeah. All, all the main media. The stories are still main, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but... Uh, yeah. Do you want to start off with us in terms of talk about like what we have or what we would want? I'm I'm disappointed in you, Samia. This is like the third time now that you've forgotten to serve your purpose of reminding me of the joke. <laughs> How I tell you the joke? <laughs> Do you know the punchline? I'm pretty sure you know the punchline. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not telling you the joke. Okay. I'm not telling you the joke. Well, here's the joke. <laughs> Why should you not trust atoms? Silence. Because they make up everything. I feel like uh, you've either told. I've heard that before, definitely. It's one of our physics teachers. Uh, he doesn't teach us currently, but I had him in year eleven. Um, and he he's the he's the guy who runs board game board games club. He has a mug with oh, that yeah. joke. Um, why should you not trust atoms? And like uh, in year eleven, like last year, I've seen that mug many times, <laughs> and yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a great joke, I, mean, I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, is... <laughs> before before that quick distraction, what were we going to talk about? I forgot. Like I know you. <laughs> I feel like what, I feel like we're gonna talk about this. We we might we might have said this many times, but like when this fell in, 
we can mention it again about like maybe how far into certain fandoms we are or how we feel yeah we are. like we can we can place ourselves like it on the scale of the fandom spectrum which i'll talk about later on this new thing that i made up um but yeah um so yeah this like is... like always yeah. like always i suppose we could start with star wars for us since that's something I like, common i like how um right after like the intro, i just don't know what to say and as i said last <laughs> time it's all improvisation and we always start off with star wars because that's, that's what we're comfortable good. with that's, that's just what it, yeah yeah but really like uh we have our different interests but the thing we have common ground on normally other than like harry potter is star wars especially because there's always new star wars stuff coming out yeah i mean speaking about harry potter i'm i'm getting really into it like really into it oh, recently yeah. No, yeah. i mean harry potter has like Harry Potter is one of those things because it has because of like the houses and stuff. And, like there's an actual way to represent yourself in the fandom yeah. due to the houses. Yeah, it's definitely sort of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put this. I could just say fandom, but it's also kind of like media. Like cash grab's not the right word, but it can be. <laughs> like there, there yeah. are definitely people who would want to represent their house. I'm gonna me, I'm gonna me. mention the fandom spectrum now just to get yeah, because yeah, everything builds I, I off from the spectrum of this. So yeah, the fandom spectrum, which I pretty much just made up like recently, is like a spectrum of how into a fandom you you are. Um, so okay. on one side you've got like the casual fans, um, right. who are who've seen the movies, for example, like maybe for Harry Potter or Star Wars, they've seen the movies, but that's it, and then. On the other side, on the other side of the spectrum, you've got like the diehard fans who probably have have their job, um, like their job is to talk about fandoms or read about like read comics and things. Like you know, YouTubers or people who work for like Hollywood. Um, that's the other side where they they collect stuff, they buy everything, they they watch and read everything. That's the other extreme yeah. side of the fandom. And then you've got the bits in between. So like, as we were saying, you've got the people who just watch the movies and you've got the people who also watch the shows. Um, and then you've got the people who read all the comics. And then you've got the people who, um, like, who like invest in the, in the fandom and buy and start collections and they buy all sorts of memorabilia and all that, uh, for example. Um, so that's basically the spectrum, and it it's, it differs slightly with the different fandoms. For example, Harry Potter. Um, yeah, I mean, you, there aren't comics for Harry Potter, but there are certainly collections. There are certainly like theme parks and experiences and are, you can uh, go there, to. There are, there are further books like the Fantastic Beasts books, the yeah. history throughout the ages. Yeah. So there's there's that, um, and yeah, as I said, it differs between different fandoms, and I know for. In, in Star Wars, there is this culture of gatekeeping where you've got people who I'd say are more into the fandom, who are more into the spectrum, and then they sort of like bully the people who are just a bit more casual and say, You're not oh, real no, fans. No, no, no. Only a true understand. fan will get no, this. No, no, no. No, listen, I feel like I, I don't, because I was just doing something, but, but I don't know whether you sort of mentioned this, but like those sorts of people can, you can sometimes say people who don't let people be fans are yeah. they fans? 
they're like that, that's what we call gatekeepers we don't like yeah, gatekeepers. we don't like gatekeepers, gatekeepers are bad. like you can watch one star wars movie and you can still be a fan of star wars even though you haven't yeah. seen the rest i i mean you might not be like in the fandom spectrum you might not be as into it as other people because you haven't seen the rest but you shouldn't be like forced out of the community just because you, like, you've only seen one movie, right? I, like, I, mean, yeah. I, I feel it was justifiable for you guys, for you guys, like you and the uh, my our other friends, to be angry at me for not having seen the original trilogy yet because of the fact that I'd seen everything else. So it, <laughs> yeah. it, it only made sense that I should have seen the original trilogy. Yeah, but yeah. I not by that. Well, yeah, but I had not. Oh my god! I have I have been like searching up fan, the scale of a fan or like levels of a fan. Is it a I thing? Think that, uh, I mean, there were like fan fan pyramids. I found. <laughs> I want to make random spectrum a thing, right? Make it like yeah, a, yeah. and I want to be the guy who invented it. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I, I feel like for me, a lot of the time, especially when I was younger, like I'd find something, and like if I. If I've I've said this. If I found something and I wanted to watch it, I'd watch it. All yeah, of it, all of it. So I'd be like, I I guess if I if I look at what I found right in terms of fan terms, if mm-hmm. I find it again quick, I think it started with dormant, dormant. Mm-hmm. It started with dormant casual engaged super ultimate. I like super ultimate. Are, are probably people who like profit into. It. I feel like I'd I'd be somewhere like engaged for a lot yeah. of things. I think, but of course, yeah. of course, like I feel like Super and Ultimate are kind of just like <clears throat> they have just like the lower down you are, there's probably like a much more closeness between the levels. But between Engaged and Super and Ultimate, the gap's rather far. And at that point, it doesn't matter. You're you're a big fan at that point if you're like engaged into the uh, medium or yeah. whatever it is. I just want to add, um, people who write fan fiction, um. <laughs> That's also going to be on the extreme or ultimate side of the spectrum, just to add Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. That's um, probably yeah. But yeah. I was going to say, in terms of us, right? Yeah. Star Wars, I'd say we're, we're engaged. We're definitely engaged. I might say that I'm a bit more than that because... Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had money, I definitely have a collection right now of, like, Funko Pop figures yeah. and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Um, if I had money, <laughs> and I I would yeah. have probably gotten a a replica lightsaber and you know I... stuff like that, which we'll talk oh, about later. I I think I think the biggest I think the biggest uh, example for me in terms of like being a big fan or like at least an engaged fan, other than like stuff where I've seen everything and they're like rather recent, is stuff like Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Where like I I've only played one game, which some people may like trash on me for because they're like how can you be a fan of Pokemon but have only played one game? Yeah. That's the other fact that I've seen every single episode of Pokemon pretty yeah, much yeah. since I came out 22 years ago. So like, it's, it's sort of weird because like, you can be a fan of things in different ways, uh, but like that doesn't mean you're any less than a, less of a fan than somebody yeah. else. Because I, I guess with... I, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. I guess with game series, right? Game series which have like other mediums or something, mm-hmm. right? So like... You can be a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh without ever having played the game because yeah. you've seen the anime, or like, or like you, with, Pokemon. with Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, same with Pokemon. And I, I guess with other things, I don't, I can't really think of other examples other than like maybe Harry Potter and Harry Potter. But you can still be a fan of it by liking the film. Like, yeah, but 
Dragon I, I don't know if I, I would be allowed to call myself a Potterhead by various gatekeepers, but yeah. I would have considered myself a Potterhead, even though I've never read the books. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I watched all the movies, I read The Cursed Child, um, and yeah. I yeah. even got into like fan fictions and Discord roleplay and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. and uh, went to Harry Potter Studios. Um, you know, yeah. so I was, I, I'd say I was pretty into it, even though I've never read the books. But I know there will be some gatekeepers out there who would be I, like... I, I think what I'm simply trying to say is you can be a big fan without having to show it, or different people express it in different ways. Like, some yeah. people cosplay, some yeah. people write fan fictions, some people make, like, I don't know, parody songs or stuff like that. Like, yeah. people express it in different ways, or sometimes they don't express it at all, and they just enjoy it for themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know... You don't even need to be part of the fandom to be a fan. You don't need to interact with other people in the fandom like yeah, me yeah. for the longest time. And even still, I don't really interact with people in a fandom as much as I do just enjoy things by myself. Like, for me, I'm very... Actually, actually, never mind. I mean, I was going to say I'm like, really into I, Avatar, but I'm not really yeah. part of the fandom. But if you count yeah, my yeah. friends who are also into Avatar, I don't know if you count I, I, as the no, I, I don't know how much... Yeah, I feel but like... I don't like... People... I don't like yeah, go on Twitter or Reddit and talk about it, you know. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think we've, we've sort of covered ourselves, but I suppose if we're going to talk about merchandise, I feel like it would be good to talk about any so yeah, merchandise. Yeah, I'd say merchandise by, like, if on the on the spectrum, you're, like, so, sort of towards the middle, maybe on the more extreme side of the middle bit, if you're going to want to buy merchandise and invest yeah. money into something. I, mean... um, I, I think you need to have a, a level of of appreciation for the fandom to to want to spend money, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like the first pieces I don't because like the most simplest pieces of merch is popping into Primark, seeing a T-shirt you like. Yeah, that's basically yeah. me. I mean, in terms of the yeah. Star Wars merch I have, I've got like a couple T-shirts, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's it. Um, I definitely asked for like Star Wars themed stuff. For birthdays, you have the key ring as well. I've got the like the uh, imperial insignia as a key ring, which I have on my backpack. Yeah. I've got yeah, this yeah, yeah. Darth Vader like flask bottle thing. Do, do you know something? I a personal piece mm-hmm. of merchandise that I now right other than t-shirts, yeah. something I appreciate even more. And like, if I can't buy anything else, I will buy this if there is mugs. I love mugs. mugs now. Yeah, I've got but, like, like a Star think, Wars I mug. Think, I think it really started like last year in 2019 when I went mm-hmm. to Insomnia. I bought like this foam sword. I bought like some other stuff. I, I mean, the first convention I went to, I didn't have enough money. So all I bought were pins, badges, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was cool because they were from like, most of them were from Instagram artists. Some of the others might have just been like, you know, yeah. printed on. But like, you've you, you got to support like artists out there, you know, like individual yeah. artists who made their living on this. But yeah, in some year last year, there was this company called Helm Maiden, Maiden Hellmouth or something like that. Yeah. And what they do, they basically take memes and <laughs> pop it on <laughs> t-shirts and mugs and stuff. Nice. So I, I got like a surprised Pikachu face mug because I was yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. But then for Secret Santa in December, this isn't a fandom mug. My friend was just like. He just bought me a mug, like those thermal mugs. So like in this mug, there is mostly blue. Then there's a battery where with the heat, uh, the battery goes up. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I think from those two mugs, it started, started me like, mugs are cool. I use them a lot. And yeah, mugs are just yeah. nice. You're going to keep them, if anything. Because like, you might grow out clothes. You might um, 
a, you might lose a pin. But if you somehow lose a mug, okay, that's a bit... <laughs> I mean, for me, like, I'd say I've got, like, a bunch of old mugs at the back of the cupboard that no one ever uses. Yeah. But um... I feel like what I think is, like, if... I think... Yeah. I think even if... If it's not t-shirts, because t-shirts, I don't go out much. I don't wear them much anyway. But mugs, I can just use mugs. Just use them. I'm, they're just nice because I I feel like you know if you break off the handle you'll ki- you still keep it because you can still hold it depending on what the <laughs> drink is but the only time you'll get rid of it if you like crack it straight through the middle I'm holding my mug right now and I pray to the Lord whatever Lord being new gods I hope this never breaks because <laughs> never breaks the mug I have with me a is an exclusive mug from the London Pokemon Center which is only up for like a month yeah. So it's an exclusive yeah. sort of special mug. I went there hoping to get something more like a golden pin or like something like that, but I got this mug, so I'm happy. Basically, mugs are cool. If you ha- are cool. if you don't have <laughs> enough money for anything else, buy mugs because you're gonna keep yes. it for life. Um, <laughs> and uh, apart from mugs, I tend to like to collect posters, and I don't have many. Um, and they're definitely not those big ones that people see, that like, especially YouTubers yeah. that they have like giant posters in there, like walls right i mean there, there, there are different types of posters as well there i've got like normal papers, yeah right yeah then there are wall scrolls as well which yeah. are sort of things where you hang them up and it sort of comes down and it's made of like fabric yeah but then the latest sort of poster i found out about well not latest i found out about like a year or two ago but i genuinely thought about it, is something called display it are they like the metal ones yes yeah, the metal yeah. ones which you like yeah. magnetically put on you the only thing i found out is that they they're not necessarily official. They're normally like if you're looking for like fan and stuff, stuff, right? Like you no, know, like those display is a website itself. But yeah. what I'm saying is that if you want something sp- fan and specific and not just something cool to put on your wall, like just a wolf or mm-hmm. some trees or some mountains, it's normally from like artists. So I think yeah. if you're gonna buy from yeah. for fandoms, you probably want to track back to the original source of the artist. See if you'd want to buy something from said artist if it was their own stuff and sort of stuff. But that's posters are definitely like the most basic, one of the more basic things if you don't mind putting stuff up on your wall. Like, I've never actually spent money on posters, but I've definitely uh, collected some like, like freebies yeah, given out, the right? Odium, the Odeon. Uh, yeah, because um, when I saw Endgame, I saw it like a couple days after um, the release, so it's very new. So they were giving out like free posters. Um, and I got like uh-huh. this A3 sized um, Endgame poster. And then when Rise of Skywalker came out, I saw it opening night and I got like these two um, posters and then I framed and then put put them in my wall. Um, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like, yeah, posters are one of the other sort of things that people would get. And I, I, know, I know I do want a they're giant. They're on the cheaper side. They're on the cheaper side as well. And I know when I. When I get my new bedroom done, because my house is getting re- renovated, I do want to have, like, it's not going to be a poster necessarily, but I do want to have a giant mural um, that covers, like, the whole wall. A shrine. A shrine. A shrine. You're pushing super fan of a certain character or thing if you have a shrine. I don't think I'm going to specifically have a shrine, but I do want to have a wall just yeah, with, like, yeah. giant mural. But I don't exactly want it to be obvious. I, I just want it. To, I want the wall to be like themed, like the hyperspace, the star thing. Or um, I know one person has um this YouTuber called um, I I don't know his name. I forgot, but he's from New What's Zealand. 
Um, he's the one. He's that he he got a few viral videos of like teaching his dog how to play Minecraft like that. So I, you might know him. Okay. But I know in yeah. in his bedroom, he one of his walls is the first page of um Harry Potter. So it's like the whole oh. wall is like a a book page. Oh, and it's biting, yeah. yeah, it's not intrusive. It it looks nice. Um, and it's like yeah. a subtle, a subtle like. Feature wall, which I kind of want to have, yeah. but with Star Wars. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's yeah. that's like decorating your room and your walls is definitely one way. Yeah, to show to express yourself. I feel like if we're talking merchandise, just to wrap this up, probably. Yeah, because I can't really think of much else. Because you've got you've got like mugs and uh, like household items that yeah. you use around the house. You've got clothing. You've got stuff you put on your wall. Then, like, I feel like the final category really comes under, like, plushes and figures. And toys, right? And would you count Which toys? Yeah. Plushes are normally relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Like, you can get some plushes. Figures. figures. Figures is definitely, like, a big thing. I feel like the cheapest figure you can get, but a, a, the type of figure that maybe mainly anime fans will trash on a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's so cheap. They're like, oh, those aren't, like, proper figures. But some people are like, I'm happy to have it. That's pop vinyl figures right yeah i want those people, i mean I, i've seen like some people yeah they're, they're quite they're mainstream cute, right? i'd say they're they're cute. Cute. Yeah. yeah i i've seen some anime fans like sometimes like if you choose pop vinyl over something else without the intention to get the other thing it's normally like oh why okay huh. i mean That's for me like, like pop vinyl funko vinyl <laughs> vinyls figures <laughs> vinyls figures <laughs> Those, they're quite um, popular and they they definitely market themselves. Yeah. So that's why I know they're about the them. Che- they're 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 the cheap ones. They're like you can buy like one for like, like twelve ten, pounds. Yeah, I know there are more yeah. expensive ones because they're rarity. They're like actual like like you have like a, what is it like an eight size figure or like something that's eight. But also size. you've got like the different rarities. Like you get the ones you can buy at your supermarket or at the game store. But then you've got like some that are only out, like limited edition ones that are only out for a certain amount of time. You've got ones that are that are only available at events. I know um, for Star Wars Celebration, this like official convention that Star Wars have, they sometimes release like special collectibles that are, that are only available there. And then if you, you if you don't go, you can't get it basically. So I know that you get different prices. Like some some of them are, are cheap, you can afford them, and then some you you want to spend maybe hundreds of pounds. Yeah, it depends. I on I something. feel like uh, if you're an anime fan and you're watching this, I feel like other than pop, another sort of small figure that I don't think they go above a hundred dollars, but they're normally in the fifty to sixty, fifty to eighty. There's something called Nendroid, and it's similar to pop, but they're more like customizable because pop they're like they're like fan style, but I feel like. I'm going to quickly see, because Star Wars, right? Let's see if there are any Nendroid stuff. Oh, Star Wars has some Nendroid stuff as well. Yeah, I, so like, Nendroid I don't think is I've def- heard of this. And I, I know, uh, for me personally... Sort of company with... I know, yeah, I know for me personally, I don't think I've got to that stage yet of searching up collectibles and searching up things to buy. So I only know of pop vinyl figures or Funko Pops because... YouTubers if, have if them you and they're an pretty mainstream. Of Nendroid, uh, yeah. These are sort of what Nendroids are. They're sort of like similar to Pop. They're small figurines, but they're a oh, bit right. more detailed. So they normally cost around like 
It's yeah. it. But otherwise, other than these small figures, you have these proper, like, detailed, posable figures as well, which are normally, like, above 100. You just, okay, you just sent me a picture there, of like, Kylo that... Ren. <laughs> and he looks like an anime. <laughs> I yeah, can definitely so they're, see. They're normally, for, they're, they're normally for anime characters. But, yeah. like, pop, pop is good because it covers a wide variety of, like, anime, live action shows cartoons if, it covers a yeah. bright sort of variety. if i but if i that's... had to get a uh, if i had to start a collection of like figures i i'd say i'd go for the funko um, pop ones simply yeah. because i mean yeah, yeah basically if i had to start a collection and yeah. i do want to start a collection I feel, I feel like if i had money yeah so if, if we want to sort of close out the merchandise but before that before video. that are you oh, the okay, sort of guy you would unbox your figures, or would you keep them in the box? If you collected, like... Honestly, looking at my current room, buying one in the first place... No, I feel but if like... But if you did have a collection... I think depending on said figure, I yeah. either want it out or in the box. It would depend. Because say, like, I want to look... <laughs> say I want it out of the box and like I want to pose it a certain way, I would do that. But if I want to like keep it in the box, I will. I but honestly, like I, me, I'd probably take it. I'd take it I'd, out of the box, yeah. but I'd keep the box safe. Yeah. I mean, I'd of probably course... keep it in the box, especially for oh, Funko Pops. Dude. I mean, there's yeah. not much you could do with that apart oh, from fun, the Funko Pops, yeah. I was going to say, do you know, say it's like some of the more complex figures. I'd say what you, I think I've definitely heard this as well. But you've got a lot of figures. You'd probably want to keep the boxes because it would make transporting them from yeah. one place to another easier. Yeah. You're moving house. It's easier to have the boxes, put them back in the boxes instead of like you know having a jumble of figures where they might break. Yeah. As well. And also, so I know I, I take yeah. them out of the boxes, but keep the box. Yeah. And also, some sometimes you you might have like a rare figure um, that. You know, you might want to resell oh, when you're older, yeah, yeah. right? And if it's unopened, you can, you're gonna make, more, make way more money than if it was mint, opened. Like, mint condition. Like I know there's gonna be like, especially the rare Funko Pops, the ones that you don't normally get. You can sell them on eBay yeah. for lots and lots of money. Um, you know. Yeah. And then you've I got mean... even like original toys from the seventies and eighties. If they're yeah. if they're still in its packaging and not opened, you can spend hundreds of you know you can yeah. un- like hundreds of pounds um by selling toys like that um and those are quite rare now because they're they're old i but, yeah. i think what i was gonna say we've been talking about merchandise for a while and we've already mentioned this but i thought to finish off the merchandise but like at this point in time specifically if you had a bit more money what sort of merchandise would you focus on getting okay so i'd say well, it depends on the fandom. Um, I don't yeah. think I'd start a collection, mainly because I feel like, I mean, one figure is, is not that expensive, but for a collection, you want to collect all the characters that you like, right? And that's going to add up. So I feel like I'd want to have a lightsaber first, and we, I'm going to talk about lightsabers yeah. later. But I'd want to have a lightsaber first. Um, and I think that would be it for Star Wars, just the lightsaber, yeah. I think. For Harry Potter, I definitely want to have a, a wand, and that's like thirty pounds. Um, would you? Would you try and in terms of wands, would you try and get your wand that Pottermore has said, I, or would you get I, like a character's wand? I don't like, know. I feel like I want a custom, like my own wand. 
I think. Like, like say, say the closest you could get it is like if you find a wand that's the same, that's that meant looks to be the, the same, same quote unquote wood and yeah. maybe the same length as same wooden length. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or would you like prefer to get a character's wand? I'd say my own personal wand, because yeah. then I could, and then yeah. So I get a wand. I'd also want to get the that time turner necklace. I just think it's yeah, a nice absolutely. piece of like, I, I, like, do, like a nice thing to wear around your neck. Yeah. What what I, what popped into my mind became like key rings. Key rings, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I feel like for me, if you're if you're down of course. Uh, I, wait. Okay, I'll I'll quickly name one more thing, and I do. Th- and I was gonna say I want to have the collection of Harry Potter books in you know the special <laughs> oh. edition ones in your house colors. I'd say maybe. Oh yeah. Um, just yeah. just to have them there. They've released six of the books in the house colors now. Yeah. And they're Deathly Hallows. And they? they might not serve a practical purpose, seeing as I would have read them already. But it's it's just nice to have a collection of of you know of the books. Yeah, and say and say when you have children. Yes. <laughs> Come I, here, son. Let I, me show you these uh, quirky books. If you bring them up in in fandoms, they're going to grow up to like it. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to grow up to I become. Mean, I mean, that's already happening. Like that, Star Wars fans, right? They're they're gonna be bringing their children. That's what Star I'm going to be. I'm going to show them the yeah. the kids shows, and then when they're old <laughs> enough, they're going to watch the movies, and then by the time yeah. they're like twelve, they're probably going to be big fans. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think for me, I mentioned earlier, honestly, uh plushes. Plushes are always nice, but Oh, I do wanna I have... I'd want like if I had money like, uh... I'd buy Baby Yoda one. I know ah, yeah. I know there's I... this life size realistic baby Yoda figure that costs like five hundred dollars and uh, it looks so realistic. I really want one. Yeah. I was gonna say, obviously, I've already said this. Mugs, mugs, mugs. are practical. They're good. I guess like stuff like drinkware, I suppose, like flask because mm. you can like want to take it out. Yeah. Key rings are something simple where like you can pop it on your yeah. bag or like on your keys. So I, I'd probably stick to like simple, small things, right? Yeah. Stuff that is obviously more inexpensive than huge. I I don't really have too much of an interest in figures to be honest because I never have too many specific characters i guess i i buy pops i know i know when i was like maybe a couple years ago i saw this the they that lego were releasing like these giant um like giant lego sets of like the millennium falcon and like the star destroyer which is like almost a meter long or something like that they're huge oh my uh they're they're huge right they're they're giant and there's like it's tens of thousands of pieces uh, but they're so expensive. I think the Star Destroyer is like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> but I'm like, if I was rich, I'd definitely buy that because number one, it's Lego. Lego is always fun, and number two, it's it's a giant Star Destroyer. You know. Uh, do, do you know something I just thought of in terms of clothing? It's just just quickly. I feel like a lot, maybe a lot of people are age or me specifically. I feel like instead of t-shirts, I'd buy hoodies. Hoodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, that's that's merchandise. That's merchandise. I, you, can tell, you can tell I'm British because mugs. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Moving that. on to something slightly yeah. related to merchandise and like collectibles, I want to talk about like collectibles from primary school that are not necessarily like fandom related. But I know in my primary school you had different like phrases. More recently, we've had like things like um, fidget spinners and stuff. But I know before oh, then. Uh, yeah, we had like trends like loom bands. Yeah, that that's 
That's all I can remember. I know when I was in like year three, I think we had like trash packs, like squishy collectible things. I what I I remember these sort of little like small small toys which looked like things creatures were like flick them. I mean, there were many, and we don't have to go into specifics. I, 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 but... feel, I feel like I feel like the main one I can talk about is a uh, Beyblade. Oh, but you it's... know something we might have just missed out on is like the Yu-Gi-Oh craze as well, Yu-Gi-Oh, where people yeah. just like do it in the mid Pokemon as well, I suppose. And Pokemon cards, like the whole point of like collecting, it's not just figures; it's also cards and things. But definitely, it's a thing of people's childhoods where you like you can get like packets of them. In like supermarkets, like you yeah. get ten of them, for example, yeah. and then you can like people would trade them and and want to collect but, them. But I feel like that's only a small percentage of said children knew how to play the game or tried to play the game. A Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah, yeah. So um, I know in my primary school there were like these trash pack figures which people wanted to buy, and I never got them because I was never allowed to buy them. Um, so. I don't think- Cared yeah. too much about those things. I I mean I kind of cared because yeah. because it was it was like this it was basically me being jealous I'd say because it was like this social thing yeah. and you just felt left out if you didn't have if you didn't have anything to trade or didn't have anything to collect uh, so I know I cared I mean <laughs> um, yeah. I I feel yeah. like a lot of this had something to do with games as well because obviously I feel like if we're gonna talk about some like games that people collect I definitely want to get into the the current Beyblade series, because like, mm. obviously there's a competitive scene to that as well, which yeah. I want to try and get into. I, yeah. I guess it's sort of just like yeah, it's sort of like children are just like they're like oh cool cool uh, flicky uh, fake toy thing. Yeah, yeah. let you, let me have. With these collectibles, right? It's not just um like fandom or geeky um like things, right? Yeah. I know that, that I know just, a big thing. I feel like I know a big thing was um football like player cards, match attacks. I know loads ah. of people collected them, and yes, like it, yes. there were just different genres, right? You might not be into like Pokemon, but you might be into sports, and you collect like mm-hmm. the sports like match attacks. So I know there's like basketball. I think there's like it's not as popular. Because basketball isn't as popular in Britain, but you know you've got cards like that for football players, and it's just the thing, right? Like part of people's childhood of yeah. like collecting, collecting either cards or toys, trading them sometimes. I know my cousins have yeah. Beyblades, and um, <laughs> they traded you them at really school. Trade, you, you can't really trade Beyblades. I know what's. Have... I know what's funny, right? Because I. I there are Beyblades that are rarer and more are better, right? I I assume. No, I'd say they're they're almost all equally as if you're talking about the English versions, right? Yeah, because equally as rare. Because I know I know my one of my cousins got in trouble because by their by uh, their parents because they traded one Beyblade they traded they traded like multiple Beyblade Beyblades to get one back, right? And you know, for, for, oh, <laughs> and you know, it, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, it's like, a bad okay. deal. For, for 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 card games, right? For cards, it might make sense card. because but rarity. For Beyblade, it doesn't make sense because yeah. why trade when you can just buy the part? Yeah, so it, I guess it makes more sense for like Pokemon cards, maybe, or something else, card games. 
So maybe that's where it would make sense to, to trade multiple cards to get one back, if it makes sense in terms of rarity. Anyway. I, I think yeah. there's one more thing I'd like to talk about in terms sure. of fandoms. Sure. If we're to, okay. And it's something you put in there, and we've sort of touched upon it, but conventions. Con- yes. I feel like you... Do, it, okay, okay, it always depends. I feel like you have much more of a intent to go to something more Star Wars focused. I know, you always right. talk about Insomnia, which is a gaming like convention. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I'm less interested in the gaming part of it, and it's more like Meeting a up way to friends. meet up with my friends. Yeah. 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 But I, I've definitely, I feel like uh, I've talked to like our friend Tom, our friend Tom, like the Tom we talked to, like he's been to Comic Con before with his friends and stuff, mm. and I was like, oh, that would be cool to go because I've only ever been to Comic Con alone because I can. Is Comic Con get... good? I know in America there's a lot of hype around Comic Con, but I don't know about no, here. No, no, no. The thing is, Comic Con is a generic name. Yeah. In America, there are a lot of different. The main one here is going to be MCM Comic Con, London specifically. For yeah. Us. Yeah. And it's good because it's like it's just sort of like it's a place to meet other people with similar interests, and you think you can either go to panels or just walk around, yeah. talk to people, yeah. go with your friends. Even I guess one thing to do is cosplay, which I know we've had certain ideas about. <laughs> I've seen people. like Toy Story cosplay on the train going home from school once. Someone was oh, really? as... <laughs> I was going home from school um, on the train, and one per... there were two two guys. One was dressed up as Buzz, and one was dressed up as Woody. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, they probably went to some convention. Yeah. I mean, like co- cosplay is interesting because like you can either have a very simple, you just buy it online, or you you do some stuff yourself, or like it depends on characters. But I feel like we've talked about cosplay uh, sort of lightly because like we have some form of interest, but like. It's better when you do it with friends. Everything's better when you do it with friends. Whether it be going to a cosplay or going to a cosplay, going to a convention. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, conventions. Um, if there was one convention I really wanted to go to, it would be the Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Uh, the Where official. does that normally happen? So, uh, normally it's in America. <laughs> the one for 2020 yeah. was cancelled. That was supposed to be in Anaheim. Um, where like Disneyland is and all that, but I know for one 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 of the years they went to Berlin, so that they went to like Europe for one 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 of them. And if if Star Wars Celebration does come to Europe again, I definitely want to go because it's quite rare. I'd say it's not like a it's an official Star Wars convention, so it's going to be big, and that's where they like announce all the new Star Wars things. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's official. There's lo- lots of yeah. panels, um, and it's you can uh, buy lots of stuff, yeah. get lots of rare things. I think the, the okay. So you've been to Insomnia, but I've not actually been to a convention. But the closest thing I've experienced was this fan event thing that happened in my in my town in the in like the town center, and it was this. It wasn't even they built they built up so much hype by putting posters in the shopping malls and stuff. In the shopping <laughs> center, so I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be interesting." So I went, and it was, it was, it, it was a bit overrated, I'd say. I there was. Did you uh, feel like it was underwhelming? It was underwhelming. There, it was like selling a, a bunch of people selling stuff, which wasn't even like <laughs> yeah. Star Wars related. There was a couple yeah. people cosplaying, which was fun, um, and I definitely managed to take like a few pictures of like this Darth Vader guy, um, and then they had this 
lightsaber battle with some of the stunt artists of, of a Star Wars movie, uh, which was... Uh, it's not a celebrity, but it's pretty cool to have, like, a stunt artist. They, they were there. They, they were, were there. there. And they did this, like, lightsaber duel in, on, the, on the roof of a building, and then they fell down and landed on a crash mat. And it was, like, this, I don't know, 20, 20 meter... 20, like, 20 meters high? No, that's too high. 20 foot. Think about like a like a, a shot like a five story or four story high building. That's how how Still high. high it's pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was that. But other than that specific like lightsaber duel thing that they chore- choreographed, yeah. it wasn't at all that interesting. I'd say, but that's the closest yeah. thing I've gone uh-huh. to a, a fan or a convention. It was like this yeah. small fan event that happened in the in my town, um, but yeah, that was interesting. I, I've been to two uh, conventions. Yeah, as, but, <laughs> my words. I I went to Comic Con MCM yeah. Comic Con twenty eighteen in summer, and to Insomnia. I cannot remember the number. It was probably I sixty four, considering that seems to be the last one that happened. That was twenty nineteen spring. Yeah. And both were fun, definitely. The first one, I only had like fifteen pounds, so I bought a bunch of badges, which I appreciate. I had them on my bags, my school bag, at different points in time, which was mm. interesting. Some of them are artists, which I immediately went on Instagram when I came home, and I was like, "Oh, I bought their stuff. Let me follow them on Instagram because you know, seems like they're a cool thing to do." Some other badges are like more like less. I don't get the names of the artists or whatever. Uh, Oh, it, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. It was yeah. definitely for my first convention. I went alone, so it probably wasn't as fun as it was going to be. I missed the people I went there to meet, like Tom Scar. I didn't. I wasn't bothered to get in line to meet him because at that point in time, I'd only got into Aston movie rather yeah. recently, yeah. as of twenty eighteen. So I wasn't. That, now I definitely like wait in line to meet him because he is very cool in my opinion. And it, there, there is uh, one more convention uh, I do want to quickly mention. Uh, and that, it's not just fandoms as well. There's different conventions with various different things. There's a like, I know a big popular one is um, E3, which is gaming. Yeah, um, that's I mean, in America. Yeah, that's, there's there's also like tech ones, which I watch all the time from like YouTubers, but I don't think I'd ever go to them. But one one convention, if I had lots of money and I dream to go to, is um, Disney's one. I can't remember the name. It's like D23 or something like that. And there's like loads of like Disney stuff. They announce new Disney things. Um, you can like meet and greet for like Frozen, yeah. for example. I, I feel like yeah. I I feel like with me as well with conventions, me meeting people has gone from YouTubers to now voice actors and stuff who I yeah. recognize, like voice actors who I'd love to meet. But with D twenty three, it's also much more diverse. So it's not just Disney. There's also yeah. Star marvel thing yeah. as well so that maybe it might be better for your money to go to that one maybe yeah. because it's more diverse i i don't know but yeah yeah anyway yeah. I, I, did, I was just gonna say, i did mention this uh, earlier but lightsabers um i do want to talk more about lightsabers i mean i i was just gonna say i think it would be great if like we could go to a convention with our friend group at one point in time and cosplay. Eight, maybe, maybe cosplay. I, I know, like, I'm just going to put this out there. I know I've mentioned this to you, but, like, cosplaying our Minecraft characters. I, our Minecraft I know. Cosplay. I'm going to... If I cosplayed it, definitely would have to be a Jedi. And I definitely have to have a lightsaber. 
I mean, I, I thought of like certain characters. Like, I, I found it funny. Like, what if I tried to cosplay Zeus from Gravity Falls? <laughs> so, uh, or something like that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I have like a few characters in my mind who I'd love to like start working on in terms of cosplay or like see, because obviously my mum's a tailor and she has a sewing machine. So, like, hey, I have something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You can make I... your own costumes. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, relative. And there are some costumes you can do easier than others. Like for for yeah. Star Wars, if you want to be a Jedi, it's just a brown robe. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty simple. But I don't know if you want to be a, a stormtrooper or like I know that I, there I, are I, those cosplayers yeah, who yeah. have Mandalorian armor and all that, and yeah. that takes effort. Some people make armor, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. out of plastic or oh, whatever. Yeah, um, I feel that like takes effort. I feel like we can talk about conventions at some point in the future. Once, if if this is still going, in the, or if we're doing something in the future where we're talking uh, on the internet, I, I'd say about... the earliest we'd ever go to another convention, like twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. what I mean is that we can talk about it more once we've had more experiences. And I definitely want to go to. Uh, I I don't know if you'd want to go, but uh, definitely I'd want to go to Insomnia with some yeah. more of my friends or my friends from around London, and meet with my friends from Discord because <laughs> I'd be like friends, friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know one of my friends, Bibbs, ha- has talked to some of you. And my other friend, Suki. Hi, Suki, if you're watching this, because uh, she listens a little bit. I'd want her to meet some more of you because she's she's talked to Zach and stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's more like meeting friends and meeting like ma- mainly friends, but also voice actors, etc. etc. Mm-hmm. But anyway, lightsabers. <laughs> I was gonna like, I was gonna say the the piece of thing we'd want most is lightsabers, so we can stab each. No, we don't want to stab each other unless you wanna. I, I okay, so I've always what I mean. <laughs> if I got a lightsaber, of yes, there's gonna be like the 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 play fighting, I guess, you know. Oh but yeah, also... I put this up to you, didn't I? Like where, like if 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 our school within the next year and we had some form of lightsaber, if if the music teacher did something Star Wars related, if there was go, a like... Star Wars related like performance, we definitely need to go up there and choreograph a Star Wars duel. <laughs> yeah i mean like definitely i'd love to like do i i wouldn't just want to like you know play fight with like somebody like you but i'd love like if we were like able to like figure out how to choreograph a real, yeah, real co- sort of if right? you choreograph a fight it it would definitely look good if from an audience yeah. perspective but and this is my to main do that, complaint about oh, yeah. competitive lightsaber fencing because it is Sad a things. thing it's like a sport yeah. like competitive you have like these lightsabers right um and they're, they're be- these lightsabers, which I want to talk about later, are pretty high-end. You probably want to spend a, a couple hundred dollars or pounds for a good lightsaber because it's it's made of good materials and it lights up and when it hits something, it makes a noise, um, which adds to the effect, I guess. But yeah, um, the problem with talk about, fencing but to do something or competitive lightsaber dueling is it just doesn't look good. It, just it, it is just spen- it's literally just fencing, where the rules of fencing is you just have to touch your opponent yeah. with your blade, and yeah. even real fights, like the 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 sort of choreographed fights where like I'm not I'm no expert, but from what I can say is that a, a fight with swords isn't just the swords. Doubt like the knights apparently used to have like daggers on them like that da- like they used to have daggers as like a secondary weapon mm-hmm. where like say they mm-hmm. lose the sword they can pull it out and like sort of stab it in between the armor and stuff like 
and you use your body. You don't just like use your sword. You you kick sometimes. You're like grapple like, stuff. Like I feel like that's harder to do in real life. Um, if of you course, wanted to, like, like, when, when, when yeah. it's not a real fight and it's a choreographed fight, it's gonna look cooler with the swords. Obviously. Because like but, in like, movies and things, when they do like kicks and punches, sometimes the actors or the stunt doubles are attached to wires and they get pulled back into crash mats and stuff. Um, so yeah. that like when you kick someone, it looks like they're going flying, right? Um, and for them, it, it's yeah. not it's not bad. They don't get hurt as much, but it looks cool when they when yeah. you you know put it in a movie but if you wanted to do that in real life for, for example at a i don't know a cosplay event or something if you're going to kick yeah. someone <laughs> there are no crash mats to to help you out there are no yeah, like that, that's things. where come, that's yeah. where like you have to have a practiced fight sort of thing so i i would say getting into hand-to-hand -hand combat might not look as good in real life but you can definitely like, have yeah, amazing yeah. good fights with lightsabers uh, that are choreographed yeah. I I think this whole time I've actually been trying to sort of bring it back to the lightsabers themselves. Yeah, sorry. Like, like, talk about these ones themselves. Like, I know, yeah. though, I think even for the experience, we definitely want to go to Orlando one day. And yeah. whether we want to go together or whether we go separately, it's still we want to go to Orlando eventually. One and day. I, yeah, I mean, the only reason I'd go there is to go to Star Wars land mainly and also Wizarding World and, and Universal, uh, but yeah. mainly Star Wars I, land. I, I know, like, Alex I feel like by the time we by the time we end up going there, I think they're like planning to open up some Marvel place as well. Which yeah, I, I think there's going to be a Marvel place, and also there's going to be this new Star Wars themed hotel at Walt Disney World oh, Orlando, yeah. which is a, essentially going to be like a live action role play. Um, and I've seen like live action yeah. role play like resorts before. I know I got an ad for this castle in Poland where you could pretend to to go to Hogwarts, even though it's basically off harry potter like it's it's all rip off over there but this this um star wars um hotel is an official like you know at at, at galaxy's edge at, at uh, disney world mm -hmm. and it's a star wars themed hotel with with you don't have windows at, yeah. in, in the hotel room you've got like screens which display space so it's all immersive mm -hmm. i don't know ah. if you, i don't know if you, you're gonna like that yeah. but i know it's definitely yeah. immersive i i i was gonna say like something we found out about disney world or disneyland orlando recently is the fact that you can't go in costume and i yeah. know you were like no I was disappointed <laughs> yeah yeah because obviously there's there's obvious reasons because when kids go there they're gonna they might see you and go like oh hello and you're like oh no i don't work here <laughs> Maybe, um, like, sort of thing. What's interesting, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because you don't want to get mistaken for a, a cast member. Um, yeah. But about Galaxy's Edge, right? The whole philosophy for that theme park was if you went there, you were like a character and you were to experience it as if you were a character yeah. of Star Wars. Uh, I, I, I think the one thing I'd love from going to Disneyland is not only with like the Star Wars characters, but just the Disney characters in general, is interacting with them. It looks. Mm looks hilarious or seeing the interactions that other people have there and seeing them in real life rather than like on shot yeah. like on yeah. video just looks amazing and in terms of the lightsabers there are obviously the high-end lightsabers there like the ones where you have the whole uh, building it yourself thing isn't there yeah as well? so you've got the lightsaber building building experience where you can so even like the whole story about this this lightsaber building experience is so unique because the whole lore around this theme park is like it's a hidden rebel base on this outpost or resistance outpost 
and there's the first order uh have taken over and they're you've got like stormtroopers marching around and you know you yeah. can talk to them and you see those funny videos I, just, I feel like the stormtroopers are like the most the funniest thing because yeah. you can like sort of march and they're like yo bro, how are you and they're like <laughs> put your on. hands on show <laughs> your ID <laughs> you know yeah. anyway like, just, just just imagine like you have like one of the lightsabers hooked on your belt and they're like hmm yeah. hmm <laughs> <laughs> anyway like the whole lore is that the first order are like patrolling the place so mm-hmm. and in the comics like the the star was like theme park ties into books and comics uh, because that's just how really? immersive the theme park is you know how with like with the rest of star with disneyland and the with with the upcoming marvel um land like it's not it's not immersive it's just here's here's a themed ride or here's a themed shop but with, with <laughs> yeah. star wars land it's an actual planet everything is themed to be the same to, to be from the same planet and with yeah. this lightsaber building shop it it doesn't look like a lightsaber building shop it looks like a, a scrap yard and that's basically the front like the disguise for the shop because obviously yeah. um in universe the first order would want to to just stop this sort of lightsaber building thing especially kylo ren he would yeah. if there was I mean, people building lightsabers yeah. so the whole experience was this shop is hidden and you have to go through this hidden entrance and then you can build your lightsaber in this hidden place and now you've got a uh... lightsaber and you've built it in secret without the first order knowing like that's this whole story and it's interesting to see right. how they make yeah. real life into a story you know like when you go to disneyland you're part of the story I was to say I don't know too much about this because I've only seen people do it like once yeah. and like one of those stars videos. But you probably know a bit more. Like, how does like choosing the color work? Do you get to choose any you get color to choose you a, want? You get to choose a kyber crystal, um, any uh, color you want. And you know, uh, Disney being who they are, you could buy multiple kyber crystals. Yeah. For extra, I was just you say, choose one color basically. Uh, are the ones where you build them yourselves? Are they like more durable than like maybe ones you just buy which are pre-built? Uh, it depends. I know um, you can buy the cheap plastic ones that are like cheap. Um, yeah. At, you know, at Disney, at Disney stores or on supermarkets that are licensed by Disney, for example. But these, yeah. um, they're I'd say they're pretty du- durable. Like the the hilt is made of metal or feels like metal. So it's yeah. it has some weight to it. But but you don't you probably don't want to go smacking it really hard against. No. That. That's like, against another yeah, I was gonna say you you can buy the Galaxy's Edge lightsaber, which is you know a couple hundred pounds or dollars, um, and it is pretty sturdy, but it's not a combat lightsaber. You can buy yeah. combat lightsabers. I, I I've I've more... had like certain pages promoted to me on Instagram yeah. where it's like, uh, buy these lightsabers. They're not. I don't. They're not official lightsabers. They're not official. But you can buy yep. like those lightsabers, and they're also maybe around the same price. But they they're probably lighter, and they probably last longer, and they're more durable than the the Disney ones. Um, and they're better for combat, I'd say, and they might make noises when you bash them, which is uh, a a big plus side. But you don't get the experience. You don't get the experience of building it, and with the Disney Galaxy's Edge ones, you have a crystal inside. And there's the whole if, experience. I was gonna I say, since we're talking about those, what color would you choose? Uh, e, mm, probably yellow, I think. Or, or that, that's like the temple guard color, like right? the temple guard color, or maybe more like ray. Either that. Yeah. I mean, or, are there, are there red kind of crystals? There are as red. Well? Yeah, there's red. 
Yeah. <laughs> just everybody slowly looks at you when you're the only one who's chosen the red one, and they're just like. And there's purple as well, which is cool. Yeah. I think there are some people who manage to hack the kyber crystal so that it or hack yeah. the in like electronics of this so that they could get all the colors for free. Um, well that yeah, yeah. because normally you, if you want to get every color, you have to buy all the crystals, which is you know Disney's way of making money. Um, but yeah, you can get those 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 lightsabers, which are uh, you get the experience, but they don't last. I wouldn't say you'd want to start bashing them on everything, but you can get the the combat ones, which would probably last longer. Um, but then you can't customize it as much. So with the Galaxy's Edge ones, you can customize it to how you want it to be, uh, which is certainly a plus side. Um, oh yeah, I didn't ask you um, what color you wanted your lightsaber to be. I sort of rambled on about lightsabers without knowing what your color I, would I be. Mean... If we're going to go off the uh, quiz we took for the quiz that you made, yeah, I, nice. I, I, blue is a basic colour. It's a nice colour. I wouldn't mind having blue, to be honest. But um, You can't go wrong with blue, you know. It's, uh, yeah. Red is also something you can't go wrong with, mm. other than being viewed as somebody who may possibly go on a massacre. I mean, I'd, I'd <laughs> choose a Jedi, Jedi um, colour because I... If I had to cosplay it, I'd cosplay a Jedi, yeah. you know. I, 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 I would so. probably, I, I'd probably be the most basic child ever and probably go with blue. Blue, yeah. yeah. Part of me wants to get uh, white, maybe Ahsoka coloured like, lightsabers, but I feel oh, like yeah, white yeah. won't look cool in a darkened room. I feel like if yeah. you have a, maybe like red. I, I don't purple. know about you, but if it, was a, if it was a pure dark room, it would be tempting. But anyway, yeah, we, would... we're coming to the That's... end of the episode. Yeah, coming to the end. I, let's quickly do autocomplete. Uh, we might only oh, have time to, to do one one thing. Um, so yeah, you can choose the letter this time. I, I kind of want to do J. J, okay. Or do you want to do A? Let's do J. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I, I typed in J and the first thing that came up is Janora from Cora. <laughs> yep, so I got Janora. Right. I got Janora book four because of the fact that you said you oh. respected her as well in the last episode. So I, I didn't say that last episode. Her. I said that off off recording. I said something Oh Okay, I oh, I should oh, reveal yeah. Janora wasn't mentioned. That's what it I, is. I mean, got, you know, yeah, no, I said nothing. I said nothing after the episode. Totally. I don't know what oh, you're talking about. Okay, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. She is a really respectable character for her age as well, and she took leadership really you, well. Okay, so, oh. okay, last episode, I, uh, there was that specific question, um, and I I was saying the three characters uh, to answer the question, and, you know, for the third one, I, did, I kept quiet. I said I forgot. Well, actually... I sort of remembered, and then I said, Janora, um, if you haven't watched that last episode, you have no idea what you're talk what I'm talking about, which is great. <laughs> uh, do you, what comes up after Janora, after, other than like maybe John Lewis? Joke, most, basically. Because I was Joke. trying to look uh, for jokes. I I have Jack sucks at life kazoo. Jack sucks uh, at life kazoo. Yes. I mean, I I kind of want to quickly do F because fandoms because like, it's it's one of the, Oh, fan pyramid. Then I had like fantasy definitions. I well. for F, I got Fantastic Beasts. Um, 
Okay. I was just, you know, searching up stuff. Anyway, <laughs> quickly moving on to question of the day. Uh, this one was asked by Amber. Um, what conspiracy slash fan theories do you believe in? I don't really know because I I know like I I used to watch quite a few of like Ben and Jerry's and I've started watching them a tiny bit more right as mm-hmm. well. Uh, it is interesting. I don't know what what are yours if I can. Really... Uh, my answer to that would be, uh, you know that scene in episode seven where uh Kylo Ren and Han Solo like sort of sort of have a a little confrontation and uh kylo ren is really conflicted he knows that he's been told to kill his father but he can't quite do it right and they have this awkward like standoff where they're like jostling for the lightsaber um and he wants to let go of it and give it to his dad but he can't let go of the lightsaber and then he ends up killing han solo so the theory is han solo killed himself because in a way to save his son because he didn't want his son to have the burden of of killing his own father so the the theory is han solo killed himself um uh that's i don't know if i want to believe that i'd say it's one of the more believable ones and i can see it happening uh so yeah that's i'd say that's my answer to the question yeah and i i I feel like han i feel like if he were to die anyways he needed to die peacefully but he he i I feel like he wouldn't have he didn't feel bad about uh dying to his son to be honest i mean it wasn't a particularly painful death i'd say yeah (laughs) i i was gonna say the only really theory channel i've really watched in my time other than like pokemon theories and stuff is uh super carlin brothers and I've been getting a into yeah. their videos, but I can't really think of too many. Oh, I can't remember. I, I know one one of my favorite ones from Super Cullen Brothers is a theory that Ty Lee is a descendant of the Air Nomads. Um, yeah, I have not I liked that watched one. that one yet. I, I haven't seen that, that one. one. Essentially, um, Ty Lee has the physical, uh, well, just looks like she she has the ethnicity basically of an Air Nomad. She doesn't quite match all the other Fire Nation oh, people. Okay. And then also she's very floaty and very spiritual with her chi, uh, which is a, yeah. which again is like Air Nomad stuff. Uh, so yeah. yeah, actually, I did remember one that they released this year, earlier this year, which is it's a fun theory, but it probably isn't true. It's mm-hmm. the uh, Disneyverse theory. It's like the Pixar story theory. But oh, say, the Pixar theory it, I should have answered. That's one of my favorite ones. Uh, yeah. The Disneyverse, say, another uh, Yeah, Super Carlin Brothers came up with a Disneyverse theory where, like, the modern era films, so, like, uh, Big Hero 6, Frozen, Tangle, Tangled, Frozen, Moana, Moana yeah. how they all maybe come together. And, like, one thing they said... more far-fetched than the Pixar theory. It, 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 it's a fun theory yeah. more than a practical theory. But it can make sense because I feel like with, with the... Uh, uh, expansion of Tangled via the film and maybe Moana via the series. Like, there's a lot more to work with, like somebody, maybe some villain wanting the moon and sunstone. And we already know uh, Anna and Elsa have some connection to her. And we have like the whole Big Hero 6 portal thing as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, I do remember one of their theories where like a Tadashi, Hero's older brother, was Tadashi himself, was Hero okay. himself who yeah. had traveled. 
Oh. Which is one of the older theories. And then there's the Easter well. eggs, like, um, what's it called? Uh, oh, um, like there's a statue of, like, Hans yeah. in Big Hero 6. So, you know, you got those Easter eggs where people make connections through those. Yeah. But again, it's a bit more, I'd say it's more far-fetched than the Pixar theory. It's, it's a fun one, yeah. definitely. But anyway, that kind of wraps it up for today's very busy, I mean, jam-packed episode all about the fandom spectrum. And the question for you is, where are you on the fandom spectrum? Are you sort of more casual? Um, maybe or like, like not, still not new, only like, new fan? Not only on the spectrum itself, but like maybe specific fandoms you're in. Like mm-hmm. you'd say like, what are the ones you're most into maybe? Yeah. Or like, what are, the, what are the media you most enjoy maybe yeah. as well? Um, so yeah, that's the question. And thanks for watching, or listening to us talking about like toys, collectibles, lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, um, maybe maybe we'll see each other in a in a fan in a fan event or like convention. Imagine if I got famous. Imagine, I mean, <laughs> imagine like yeah. yeah anyway, uh, enough dreaming aside, and enough like pretending I had lots of money that I could buy all of this all of the stuff I want to buy. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. We release every two weeks. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe. And yeah, see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.